Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran. Good morning, Alan. Yeah, and just, uh, I mean, people were complimentary about the stewarding, and the, the Gardaí had a major role to play in the uh, stewarding of that match. And by all accounts, I think people adhere to the guidelines. Uh, very few cars parked outside blocking people in, but there were one or two called out, Dennis. And it's important to avail of these new facilities that people stick to the guidelines, isn't it? Yeah, we were happy with the um, complaints, really, Alan, at the match. There was one or two little issues that we hoped to get to, got to the bottom of, but in general, it was very good compliance uh, and I think it worked out very well in terms of parking and the fact that it was a night game that we hadn't policed before from our point of view so we were happy with how the policing plan went and it was a great event for everybody really up there. And when you look at the pluses of all of this, what it will bring to the economy of County Wexford as well, we need things like that don't we? Absolutely yeah, we'd be strongly supporting as well Alan. And just the the stewarding of something like this, you work in hand in hand with the stewards do you? How does that work between the Gardaí and the stewards? So I suppose really what happens is we have a great relationship with Wexford GAA we'd have meetings regularly before events we'd discuss policing plans and what approaches are being taken and I suppose what unique challenges there might be to every event and in fairness to the GA um, they, we work well with them and we make the necessary arrangements and as you could see on Saturday evening the, the things worked out fairly well so it's, it's a worthwhile exercise and, and uh, we're glad to be working with them Let's get on to the uh, talking points today, as always on a Tuesday. We've heard it on South East Radio News. We've heard Jimmy Gann link in with Jim Keeley on our news bulletins. You can now give us some more information on the missing person. This is a sad story. What's happening, Dennis? That's right, Alan. We have serious concerns for um, for John Hutchinson. He's a 43-year-old male, as you heard in your news bulletin, missing from Inniscarty since Saturday. I know his family are very concerned about him. So we're asking anybody who may have seen him, who may have information in relation to John, or indeed if John himself is listening, to make contact with any Garda station or in the Scarty Garda station if possible or his family just to let them know that he's okay. Again he was missing since Saturday and we had we were dealing with a possible sighting in Gorey on Sunday evening or Sunday night in the Gorey area. Nothing more specific than that really but there's a photograph obviously circulating on social media um, that has been released and anybody that knows anybody's whereabouts give us a ring in the Scarty or the Garda confidential line at 1-800-666-111 or at your local Garda station please. Yeah. And no harm to recap the, the last sighting of John was when? The last confirmed sighting was four p.m. on Saturday. That's when he's missing from. There was this, um, a sighting reported possibly which occurred on Sunday evening but the last confirmed was Saturday so today is no Tuesday so we'd be asking anybody information to give us a ring please. Yeah, and you say there is a photograph of him. Could you describe him? Uh, yeah, there's a photograph on social media at the time he was missing, Alan. He was wearing an Adidas top, a, grey, um, a green Adidas top, grey bottoms and a black coat. Um, just in terms of, of, of John himself, you'd see from the photograph that um, it'd be a good comparison for people to to have a look there on the Garda Facebook page and it's yeah. on it's on many pages on and social media. So go towards the Garda, go to the Garda Facebook page and all the information is there. Yeah. And we keep up the appeal. Yeah, yeah. you can see John has um, short hair and he's wearing spectacles as well and he has facial hair as well so he's um, distinguishable if anybody has seen him. And he's in his mid-40s. That's right, 43 years of age. And last sighting again, I know I'm repeating myself but that, this is important, the last sighting and the time is what? Yeah, so it's on Saturday at 4pm, uh, last sighting that's when he's reported missing from, wearing those clothing that I've outlined. Now, Dennis, burglaries, it's a major concern for people and uh, you've, you and your colleagues have constantly uh, 
given this information to us. Unfortunately, there's been a sharp rise in burglaries. Where and when? What's been happening? And in general, we've had a, a big, a concerning rise in throughout the county uh, in burglaries. Um, I know that we, as I've talked to you before about our burglary response units are still active around the place. We also have support from the armed response unit in the region in terms of burglaries. But even in the last few days, we've had a, a significant rise in burglaries. I know we had a, an incident on Saturday evening where there was a, a burglary in uh, the Wexford district and we've had someone in Scarty and Gorey and Uros. So it's it's not unique to Wexford district. It's, indeed, it's not unfortunately not unique to Wexford county. It's like everything in the winter time. The burglaries increase and generally increase about 25% each winter. We're seeing a higher increase than that this year, unfortunately. Um, 40% of burglaries are between 5pm and 11pm in the evening. So some tips we would have uh, for people in terms of, as we say, our top five tips are to secure all doors and windows, light up your home whenever you can using timer switches if possible, store keys safely away from windows and letterboxes and record details of valuables that you have and don't keep large amounts of cash on your property if at all possible and to use your alarm even when you're at home. So they would be our tips. We are working hard to detect and to arrest suspects in connection with burglaries but we would appreciate some assistance from the public. Often public have small pieces of information that they might seem irrelevant but when it put together with more information that we may have it could be very important so we would encourage people to ring us when they see suspicious activity in their local areas. I know uh, one of the areas that the, uh, your colleagues mentioned to me over the coming weeks was a, a black car um, and looking for dash cam footage. Are you still looking for this black car that was seen in, in, in many of the, the suspected burglaries? Yeah, I've seen it on uh, social media that was circulating quite a lot. Um, in terms of the vehicle itself, I've, I, I wouldn't uh, be aware if that has been identified or not in terms of Wexford matters. I know it went nationally on social media as well, but that would be one of the lines of inquiry into some of the burglaries up to the, towards the north of the county. Yeah. But the districts where the burglaries have taken place recently, the Wexford district... Each district, really, Alan, and New Ross. And between 4 and 11 is the key time. That's the key time, really, and for people to be aware, and especially with the dark evenings, that that's when these, these matters are occurring. Next point is Vulnerable Persons Act. You want to bring this to our attention? Yeah, this is something we introduced during COVID, you might recall, Alan, in terms of people being vulnerable and being isolated and things like that. So the, the initiative has really developed and we're now updating our register in Wexford Garda Station. So really it's for persons living alone, persons who might be vulnerable in case of emergency. That could be a personal emergency in their home or something like a weather event or something like that where Gardaí would have a record and we can call in on people and check on them if so required for such an emergency. So we're updating our database in Wexford obviously we get consent from the person and from their family so if any families or people themselves are listening would like to be included they can contact us at Wexford Garda Station on the usual number 916-5200 or we have an email address to the community policing unit at Wexford it's wexford.community at garda.ie so we're anxious to update it so feel, anyone can feel free to contact us and just so people are aware it's not just Wexford District each district has this in place it just so happens that Wexford District is updating ours at the moment Right uh, uh, and what, what's the benefit of this? It's really for people who have somehow it might have a fall in their home. They might have very little contact with neighbours and friends. There might be a weather event where where they need assistance with getting in or out or getting some groceries or things like that. So obviously, unique events that occur now and then, we would be more than happy to assist and check in on people. Yeah, there are there is an incident from the Wexford town area this morning that you want to highlight as well, or That's, happened overnight. Yeah, it goes back to the our chat about burglars. We had a burglary in the town centre overnight, so we'd be asking anybody who might have seen anything suspicious in the around the common key area or in the town centre itself to give us a ring at Wexford Guard Station. There was a premises broken into overnight, and we'd ask for any information to give us a ring at Wexford Station, please. That's the 053 
Anti-social behaviour. Sergeant Eddie Wilde mentioned it last week. Or I brought to his attention some concerns of Morley Mix listeners, particularly, and it was in two areas. One of an elderly lady whose house was being peppered. Um, uh, we had another one of a farm where there was eggs being thrown. Then we had a, a unruly neighbour. So we had three incidents of it. Um, there is some news on the development of this special line that Eddie talked about. Phone yes, and, and I suppose it's still in a uh, work in progress, but I know Eddie is working hard on this. With, with colleagues in Wexford in terms of an antisocial behaviour hotline so we're hoping to have further detail on this in the next week or two where there'll be a phone number provided for people to contact to make that they can be comfortable reporting antisocial behaviour I know you had a discussion with Eddie about it and sometimes people aren't comfortable contacting uh, the Wexford station directly and it would be a good opportunity for people to explain what's going on and to see what we can work we can do to help them with the problems that they're experiencing Has it be, uh, When it comes to residential areas has it to be hand in hand between the council and the guards in this situation Dennis we, we would work a lot with Wexford Council for reports like this uh, and f- in fairness there's, there's been improvements made in certain places even if it's geographical layout or layout of some laneways or, or things like that or restrictions yeah. that are needed so we do work with the County Council and are there strong penalties for the other aspect of this where people do misbehave themselves and they're wrapping elderly people's doors and banging their windows and generally frightening them are are, are, are are there penalties for this? There are. There, I suppose there's a line between criminal activity in terms of Public Order Act and harassment and such offences like that. And we can mm. also deal with it through anti-social behaviour legislation, which like behavioural warnings, as you probably heard of, Alan, and as yeah. well as anti-social behaviour orders that we have to go to the courts to obtain if the problems persist. So there are avenues for us. Obviously, we prefer to engage with people rather than take people to the courts or to, to use legislation. But if we need to use it, we will use it. But the most important thing for the people who are, who are, who are victims of all of this is that they pick up the phone and call and contact you. Absolutely, we'd be very keen to speak to people. We don't want people bottling it up and not, and not reporting it. Uh, the more it's reported to us, the more we can, the more problems we can deal with and try to address. As always, Dennis, thank you for joining us. Eddie, you want to give out any other contact numbers before we wrap up for this morning? Any important contact? I'll numbers? just um, wrap up with the number for Inniscorthy Guard Station in terms of John Hutchinson and the missing person. Inniscorthy Guard Station number is 53 and the Guard Confidential is one eight hundred treble six treble one. Feel free to contact those numbers. Southeast Radio's morning. Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views.